You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Exodus 33 verse 14 is a very popular verse. But the word of God is new every day. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Exodus 33 verse 14. The Bible says, this is God talking, and he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. If your Bible is yours, you can underline the word rest. Where there is the presence of God, there will always be rest. No matter what is happening around, that's why the Bible says that the peace that surpasses human understanding. Because man cannot comprehend why you have peace in certain situations. But please, peace is not the absence of challenges. Peace resides in a person. Because peace himself is a person. Hallelujah. And how you will know that the Lord, that you are conscious of his presence, is that there will be peace. Once you see anxiety, once somebody shaking, you know, fighting for himself, trying to get things done, then it means you have not entered into his rest. Hallelujah. Amen. The moment Adam sinned and ate the forbidden fruit, God came down in the evening and they began to hide. Once something tampers with that peace, it affects how you respond to the things of God. So Moses said, if your presence will not go with us, then God said, my presence will go with thee. And that presence will guarantee rest. You are going to f- fight many battles on your way to the promised land. You are going to conquer many nations. You will deal with fairy serpents and many things. But there is a guarantee of a rest because of my presence. Hallelujah. So it's not about things happening around us. Is about whose presence is with us. And if God be for us. Yeah. Praise the Lord. You can know someone that has received the word of God. The promise of the scripture. By the activities that you see around them. Once you see agitation. Uh, the presence is yet to be open to the person. Because it comes with rest. There is just rest. An assurance that cannot be explained by mortal man. Threat left, right, and center. Yet there is rest. There is peace. Hallelujah. Can I just see God bless you this morning? That's what Bible calls it peace that surpasses understanding. It's not an ordinary peace. He said, My peace I give unto you, not as the word give it. It is different from how the what you call peace, according to human language. This is something deeper. Before I go, I want to call attention to something. God's peace, peace, this peace we are talking about, God's peace in itself is a spiritual weapon. Are you? Do you get that? Hallelujah. Let's read Romans 16 20. There is something there, and then we go to Ephesians 5 18, where we stopped last week. Romans 16 20. This is, this is wonderful. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, 
at times, no wonder the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. You can never see the mighty hand of God in operation until you are still. If you are working, God is not working. Not that if we don't go to office. I'm saying if you are trying to work out things by yourself, people pray at times and then they are trying to get everything done in the flesh. He said, be still and know that I'm God. The power that makes him the almighty, the demonstration of his power will only be seen when a man is still. That's what the Bible says that he that sees, he that has sent to his rest, has from his own labor. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yes, sir. This is very important. Somebody is trying to get married and going to places where she thinks some men will see her. Then the anointing will rest because you are working. Every meeting you attend is with the calculation from your mind. Somebody needs money and you, you, you go visit all the uncles that you think they have money and you come back with the support. That's why you are bitter. That one just bought a brand new car. And when I was going from his house, he couldn't even give me a cobble. So apart from the fact that you are broke, now you are making enemies. You're angry with everybody. Your friend just got a new car. Like, okay, maybe if I talk to this one to loan me half a million, then you turn it's not giving, then you're angry. Then he said, Wait, that see me right up to him, man. Are you following me? Yes, Is somebody with me this morning? Yes, Once you are running Elta Skelter, you've not understood the peace dimension of God. And I told the miracles happen in atmosphere. And that's what we want to learn from Ephesians today. There is an atmosphere conducive for the flow of God's power. That atmosphere is what people call the anointing. The presence of the master. The manifest presence of God. The anointing. And the, the result of it that is at work in you is that there will be peace around you. Every time Jesus appeared, the first thing he said, there are peace. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. I believe it's one of the words that Satan fears most. Look at Romans 16, 20, where I said, this is, this is very powerful. Romans 16, 20. This is contrary to most of the prayers that you hear in Africa. The Bible, you, the, the first time I was a very young guy, when I read this one, I thought the Bible made a mistake. Look at this. This in English or in, in foreign sequence, this does not rhyme. That says, Bible says, and the God of peace shall bruise Satan. Peace is not supposed to bruise. The right word there should be the God of war. We bruise Satan. That flows. Do you hear what I've just said now? It, it, did you look at that? How many of you are English masters here? Where is BDV? <laughs> you understand what we are saying? When you are talking about something going in the flow, the God of war will bruise Satan. Sounds out it rise it flows because to bruise somebody said that should be an act of war but in the wisdom of god for the bible says oh god does not see as man sees he said to mortal men my ways are not your ways so in in the scheme of things with a man he will believe that the God of all oh God of war, all oh God of war, arise, oh Lord, only why did they go on? <laughs> but in the wisdom of him that sits upon the throne, he says that when it is Satan, it is not the God of war, <laughs> it's the God of peace. You understand when people are firing arrows at you, 
and you are quiet if you understand the scripture it's not a sign of weakness peace itself is a supernatural weapon my not fighting you back my not talking back means that I know something you don't know so in other words I am not talking using your kind of weapon using abusive words or doing this maybe something happened in an office but I am responding spiritually by keeping quiet I've engaged the higher weapon that is called the weapon of peace and where that weapon is it will bruise the head of the serpent when serpent shows up in the family between husband and wife and somebody understand this dimension that the God of peace you are saying things that should provoke me but the God of peace I respond by peace and the result will be that that dragon's head is broken in no time hallelujah hallelujah oh you know you have you've read many times about Jesus rebuking the storm but how did he rebuke the storm he did not say storm 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 oh storm 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 <laughs> no how, how did he rebuke the storm he got up and he said peace oh it is good to be guided by the spirit of God can I hear loud amen yeah. are you with me this morning yes, sir. I need those who will support maybe I should move to another section <laughs> are you following me yes, <laughs> I need to be sure everybody's alive so Jesus rebuked the wind but how did he rebuke the wind so when you say peace to some oh no wonder see whatever you find several in the Bible it means that it's a solid truth it has become a law Jesus did it in Zechariah chapter 4 the Bible says who are thou all great mountain before Zerubbabel you shall he said he will be brought down he will remove the capstone Zechariah 4 7 with the shouting of what not mountain come down mountain come down mountain come down Zerubbabel will bring down the mountain by just shouting grace, 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 grace. The things that people think are weak are the most powerful weapons in the hands of God. No one the Bible says that he has chosen the weak things of this world to confound. This is why a Christian does not strive or fight. That word peace, shalom, shalom, it actually means that nothing broken, nothing missing. It is the atmosphere that the Almighty walks through. When he sees it, the power goes into operation. When they were building the temple of Solomon, and that's a prototype of what Jesus is building, they were commanded that there must not be noise at the sides. The Bible said that they brought stones. They, were, they used finished stones to build. That should be 2 Chronicles 4. It will start from verse 6. Verse 6, 1 Chronicles 4 6 or 2 Chronicles 4 6 says, the material they used were finished from the query so that there was no sound of armor or chisel. So the entire Solomon's temple was constructed without armor. That tells believers something. See, you can't survive in an atmosphere of strife. I say to people, if you have a friend competing with you that you fight from time to time, please, that is not your friend. Just move away. And if you are the one creating the trouble, stop and move. The Bible says that if your eyes causes you to sin, pluck it out. It does not mean put a knife and put it Cut off every opportunity to sin. Some are friends and all they do is competition. You know you don't like your friend and your friend knows you don't like each other. Somebody buys somebody, you, you compete. You will lose spiritual energy when you give yourself to some things. 
Are you with me? Yes, sir. If you form a prayer praying group and there is someone that loves to gossip or that loves to create a problem, just walk the person away. Otherwise, forget about what you are trying to do. Are you with me? Yes, sir. This is very, very important. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. See, I, I want to say this to everybody. I said many things at the Bible study this morning within the 30, 40 minutes. Well, Bible study will continue again next week, Sunday, by several times. We got to a point. I was talking about Old and New Testament. I'm talking about the blood, the blood. And I explained why Abel's sacrifice was rejected. Uh, sorry, Cain's sacrifice. The Bible didn't talk about any character flaw about any one of them. It was not about what they were doing, it was about what they brought. The land was cursed and Cain brought fruit from a cursed land. Then Abel brought sacrifice of the blood because in no testament nobody could relate with god or, or except on the under the auspice of the blood the blood the blood and even new testament is still the blood but now it's the blood of jesus who offered once and for all that eternal blood that has brought eternal redemption that means the salvation the blood of jesus was offered just once and for all it will not offer it again and again so when we when the christian falls short it comes to receive forgiveness from christ but it's already made available are you getting what i'm saying so Cain and Abel, it was a matter of what, what they brought to God. And I was explaining that the Bible study say the blood attracts both angels and demons. Anywhere they spill human blood, they are looking for trouble. Now, when they do sacrifice and they go to a roundabout and put something, once blood is involved, demons come out. And I explained to you that not all demons are on the face of the earth already. But then as human beings are calling for them, they are coming and coming. I said demons are different from fallen angels. I've explained that and Call for Bible study. It is important that we open the page of the and look at the word of God. But I said something profound this morning, which I just want to tell them. Listen, Paul warned severally. Keep yourself little children. John said so. Paul said so that I do not want you to partake uh, with to be to to, have, uh, to to flow with demons. Paul said so. Then John said that little children keep yourself from idols. So many Christians think, let me tell you a, a gospel truth, which you should all know. There is nothing without implication. Mind the songs you listen to. This is not a church where we pray those and don't, and you know, but I want you, according to New Testament gospel, protect your spirit, man, and don't get into pollution. So many Christians, you know, people just do anything, think everything goes. When you call some Christian, the kind of song you hear that's their ringtone. I don't see anything, so I just look at that, but I am telling you right now. See, demons respond to sound, to smell, and to what they see. Don't keep a picture. That contradicts the word of God around you. And don't expose yourself regularly on TV to things that will pollute your spirit. That is how it begins. Even though you are a child of God and you cannot be possessed, but you can be oppressed by a demon. Oppression is always brought in by a Christian. When you see a Christian fighting a war repeatedly, this is it. One of the days when I, when, when, when I was in the rest of Badon, one guy told me, you know, he just said nobody can tell me not to listen to any secular song and everything. Why people talk like that? Why you say people are talking to you and they cannot persuade you? I don't see any reason why I should persuade you. But see, once in a while, the gift of the Spirit comes on me and then I'm, I operate not as a brother and that I want to talk under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. As he was talking, the Holy Spirit just told me that, ask him that. I mean, it sounded irrelevant. Do you have nightmares? And he paused. He said, yes. I said, you put on your headphone and you sleep like that, playing blues. I didn't see anything. I didn't say it's unscriptural because I'm not reading Bible. I just asked him that question. You know what? When I, I asked that question, he just stopped. He said, don't say anything again. He just went home and he went to throw away his uh, headphone and everything. 
I'm not saying go throw away yours. I'm just saying that for him, and from that day, all nightmares they just ended. No deliverance, no nothing. Sometimes Christians bring in things. Sometimes go and read how Paul warned about this in Romans and the first Corinthians. You go for family function, family out there saying that everybody chopping cola, no, you are open your back up. Things that say that it doesn't matter. I say we are people. No, be careful. Okay. Sincerely speaking, all promises are within premises. Don't step out. Be careful. Be careful. Amen. So many Christians have exposed themselves to wrong stuff. It's true. It's your primary responsibility to guide your heart. Bible says, guide your heart with all diligence. Out of it flows the issues of life. Did you get what I've just said now? One of the lectures we are going to have in Bible study very soon is demonology, part one to seven. There are two schools in the body of Christ. Some, in the name of deliverance, read demons into everything and scare people and enthrone devil in people's life. Some other school of I grew up word of faith. Word of faith will say, you see, it doesn't matter. But I've looked at the body of Christ very well. It is good to stay with the Bible. Why don't you open the page of the scripture and see what Jesus said about Satan and don't go beyond syllabus? It's over syllabus is common in Africa. Things that we've never heard before in the Bible, they are now manifested. There are some. <laughs> are, you, are you following me? I'm about to talk about something. My time is I'm about to talk about something very important. Atmosphere. That's why I started with the atmosphere is very important. Atmosphere is very important. Remember where we were last week. I'm talking about the spiritual atmosphere around you. I want to ask everybody when you say, when the Christian starts saying, I cannot, I don't know how to hear the voice. When you are at home, what goes on around you? And when you are in the car, angels respond to atmosphere also. You will see it in miracle crusades more. Worship songs are rendered. It's not that the evangelist is more powerful on crusade ground. Crusade ground, they prepare more. Most likely, when you meet a bunkie, a friend of mine met him at Sherati, we're just having a, was having a dinner. If you ask him to pray, he would just say, God bless you. No, my no see. Because the atmosphere, there is no healing minister down to Ketrukuma that goes into a shopping mall and start healing people like that. It happens once in a while when the spirit, because when you plan a program and you start praying, you are conditioning the atmosphere for the expectation that you have. So the songs, when you sing songs about the lordship of Jesus Christ, the prevailing atmosphere, will, the prevailing anointing, the atmosphere will be that of the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. There are praise worship. Praise talks about the mighty acts of God. Worship talks about who God is. There are two different things. When it comes to the blessing, there is a kind of connection between blessing, walking in blessing and praise. When you praise God regularly, all utterly giving praise to God is a seed some gifts of blessings are all around you your days are beautiful but when it comes to miracles actually creating miracles it is necessary to bring in there are angels that heal i don't want to talk about that there are five categories of angels mentioned in the bible i mentioned before you have okay no come for bible study i like people like to know about heavenly things why don't you learn about things first? know the bible first you want to know one of the classes we are going to talk about Lucifer, origin of Satan. Who was he before the and was he there with Adam in the garden? Why didn't he talk until the woman came? If you have a sister beside you, you start to look at her, but not fully. 
I'm not saying the woman is anything. No, no, no. <laughs> I will show you one day that Satan saw what Adam did not see. He saw the ability of a woman. He saw it before Adam saw it. That was what happened. This is why you should, as the husband, see it in your wife before any other person sees it. Do you know how strong your wife is? Or you are busy criticizing her day and night? Your nose is black. Your eyes is red. What is the problem? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. If you take advantage of the strength of your spouse, you are blessed. Why don't you find out what the strength is? And Are you with me? Yes, sir. This upset that will bless many families. You think your wife has a problem. It is because you are not looking at the right thing. Sometimes when the woman is trying to express herself and you are stifling her, she expresses herself in the wrong way. So another energy will capture her and the energy will be used against you. So the family upside that you are broke and you are angry. Hallelujah. Amen. Did you hear what I just said now? Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. The largest church in the world, Yonggi Cho, their cell, women started the cell. All the men said it could not work. Yonggi Cho said no problem. It was sick then as a pastor. So the Holy Spirit told him use the women. And Jesus started telling him, took him through passages of the Bible. Go and read Matthew, Luke chapter 8. The Bible said there were women who were given to Jesus. Jesus' ministry, there were women constantly given to Luke chapter 8. So Jesus could call what out of the fish. That, that's why a lot of people don't understand that. God who brought money from the mouth of a fish. God who fed the people 40 years in the, in, 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 in the wilderness. He fed them. He was giving them manna every day. When they needed fish, he brought fish. When they wanted to construct the temple, he told Moses that tell them to give. Because there's a connection between saints working the blessing and the responsibility towards the things of the Spirit. It's true. The ark of God must be carried on the shoulders of men. Once you use another technique, you are looking for trouble. Did you get what I've just said now? Yes, sir. So that's why angels cannot preach the gospel. They must look for mortal men. So when, when it comes to the things of God, God demands that Christians give. It's not because number one, it separates, you won't call God, on, I mean, if he starts blessing without responsibility on our parts, then you can accuse him of partiality. But Paul brought in the word. He said, he that soweth sparingly. So that means, God is not the one determining it, he's watching what all of us are doing. Jesus sat and he saw a widow gave a mite. She gave because she gave her all. So it is wrong when the preacher says, okay, only 50,000 come out, that is error. You understand? Because it is easy for some, it is difficult for some. What the Bible talks about that God has blessed every man, but God expects people to give. Because the noise around now is that some people are enjoying it, so we are not to, they will run a lot of people astray. Why is it it's difficult for people to stay at the center? When God corrects church here, they go to the other side there. When God corrects people that they go to the other side there. I go back to the scripture, you know, when we're told about dressing, we could not use body spray as saints. Now that we know that there's nothing with body spray, now that we know that it's not about dressing, but see what some of our people wear even to the house of God. Why is it that when God corrects us here, we just move? In those days, in the churches of then, they will give us car from the entrance. Pastor Mbot told me the first time she went to work, she told her husband that I would never come back, but then they joined the church later, before she, they, they started fountain. The usher did not even talk to her. She came here and sat down. She just ate from behind, bam, on her head. <laughs> she said she looked about her and said, ah! He said, dear, she just switched off from the service. On their way, he said, I will never come back. 
He said, well, I started that they were praying. I said, okay, let's give it one more try. Maybe they will start something into your head tomorrow. <laughs> I don't mention them on the top, but they ended up becoming leaders in that church. So then they released them to start fountain. Because the church today have changed now. It's, it's amazing. But I'm saying that anytime God corrects, as soon as God brought the message of prosperity to the church, people went overboard. Some cannot preach without asking people, come and so today, and this one, and, and then as the Lord is correcting that, some people are moving to that side also that you know. No, 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 no. Blessed are the balanced. They will outlive everybody. It's true. Actually, I did not reject Papa Kenneth Hagin said it. was the first one to say, blessed are the balanced. He saw in the voice of healing, all of them could heal. And Kenneth Hagin started teaching them about personal faith. Looking into the word and believing. Most of the healing preachers died of the sickness they have healed before. Have you heard that before? It's painful. Kedikoma died of heart attack. Disease that they dealt with for years, many of them died of the same thing. Now, I was listening to Benny not long ago. The shocking thing was that many of them even died in some outrageous sins in their life. Some of them got out to call them home because they were going to embarrass the body of Christ by the things they were doing. They understood power, but they lacked the word. And they didn't try to tell them that you can get it in two ways. The anointing can work. The word can work. But the anointing wanes. It can come, it can go, it can come, it can go. But the word of God is forever stable. You understand? So a Christian can sit down with the word of God, read the Bible, start meditating on it, and receive anything that any mighty anointing can give, but the word can give more. But the advantage of the word is that the word does not oscillate. It stays. It doesn't fluctuate. Did you get that now? Praise the Lord. Are you, are you following me? When I've had El Chale, the anointing has not, never healed me. It has always been my faith in the word. As I begin to meditate and stand on the scripture, I get answered. 90% of the things I've received. But when I'm praying for other people, I see the anointing, but it doesn't help me, the carrier. Now, I don't even waste my time again. If I'm feeling something, I don't put my hand on my head. I will just start saying, by his stripes, I am healed. And the thing leaves. But if I pray for someone else, sometimes I feel vibration. But when it's me, <laughs> well, did you get what I just said now? Yeah. Why did I get into all that stuff? <laughs> but did you get something from this? Shout that word atmosphere. atmosphere. This is why. So let's read the officials and let's close. Atmosphere. For the spirit of God. And I want to say to everybody, the more you abide in this atmosphere, the easier it is for you to bring out a word from your spirit. Remember I said that every communication that brings an answer is a spirit-to-spirit communication. So the Bible says, Paul said to the spirit possessing the girl. Paul was not talking to the girl. So you, you are addressing a situation in someone's life or your life or you are speaking to your job or anything. You can be speaking to a physical object. That will not work. But you can stand. People will think you are speaking to a physical object, but you are speaking to the spirit behind it. So Jesus said to that tree, fig tree, no man eats of thee again. The tree head. That kind of communication is not only with physical mouth. But I'm saying that what propels us into that is an atmosphere. And what we need to ensure, your part, is to be sure that atmosphere is always there. Elisha, because he saw Ahab, some of Ahab, he was angry. And momentarily, the atmosphere disappeared. That was why he said, bring me a mistrail. So that alone tells that there is something about music. So the moment only spirit, the spirit of God left King Saul 
and an evil spirit came upon him. Somebody, a wise man, just told that get a person that can play. When the spirit comes upon you, I say, and the Bible says every time the evil spirit came upon him, as he was played, the spirit left. I can tell you this. One of the said that even his son was being afflicted. After Kusegra, the boy would start hearing voices in his room. So he started playing Bible on tape. And he said the demon just shut up and never came back again. What, what atmosphere is around you? This is what many Christians are taking for granted. In the car, we are just talking. Everywhere, we are just talking. Every statement you make is as if power is dissipated. You need to be very careful. I want to say this to everybody. See, the first thing that happens, the day you pray very well, and I'm, I'm, I know that quite a number of you would have experienced this. When you pray very well in your room, that when you come out of the room, that people can even tell that. You understand? Have you experienced that before? You pray, you feel lighter when you are true. The next thing that will happen is that things will happen to annoy you or you talk. As you are, the deposit is coming and coming and then it's gone. When we were in secondary school, in Nessus 1, I told you one of the things God did for me, he put me in the midst of a very strong Christian. One of my friends, during the holiday, SS1, he just sat on the chair and prayed in tongues for six hours straight. He said he got up, his mom was Elijah. The mom was sick, just touched the mom. The mom stood in the midst of all the Elijah and said that, I don't need doctor, I don't need any native anything again. He said, my son is now my physician. Every time he touches me, I get where she was saying that, what it is going to be in the presence of other Muslims, he said, my son. But he said, the day he prayed for that six hours, as soon as he got to one girl just came and started provoking him. The neighbor said, You are an idiot. <laughs> said also, Ah, he said, He went round, he went round. A part of him said that. He told the girl, I said, I will curse you. He said, But you know that in New Testament you don't curse. He was just, once you come out of that atmosphere, that is why the Bible said that building on your most holy faith, the greatest challenge is that keep it. Can you live like that for one month? We must get to a point where we are not coming out and going in. That, that way, every now and then, when somebody talks to you, the counsel of God rises like a living water from inside you. Whatever you tell them, the queen ordered them to bring down. And I told you, Daniel to walk in dimensions. Say, bring Daniel. He will tell you the meaning of the dream. And in Daniel chapter 5, she said about verse 9 to 11, at 10 and 11 precisely, said, excellent spirit of wisdom, of knowledge, interpretation of dreams, showing of hard sentences, dissolving of doubt, they are found in the Daniel. So if Daniel spoke to you then, if you were thinking, should I go to Canada or America, after listening to Daniel for one minute or five minutes, you will know where to go to. Dissolving of doubt. He will talk to you and doubt will disappear from you. But he received it from the place of prayer. Spirit of counsel. But I told you the progression he had to go through also. In chapter 2, when the king demanded for an interpretation of dream, he fasted for three days to have the answer. Then in chapter 4, the king saw something. The Bible said Daniel was quiet for two, about one or two hours, one hour. And he said, Oh, king, let the dream be for your enemy because you are going to become an animal. Then in chapter 5, when the finger wrote on the wall, he just walked in and he read it immediately. I believe that the first time was at ankle deep. As he progressed in the things of the spirit, he got to a point where first one, he needed three days, he needed to go and pray. Like many people, somebody tells us, first go and pray. But I am living in that prayer atmosphere. Have you read what the Bible says? First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. What is there? Pray without ceasing. 
Can you be watching Man City Liverpool this evening and be praying on your seats? In the realm of the spirit, the most important thing, everybody hear me, will continue from here next week. Consciousness. Being conscious of the presence of Jesus every now and then. That consciousness will even make you not to insult a driver that's abusing you on the road. You are conscious that you are not alone. It's been long since I answered to anybody that are you the only one? Yeah, I'm the only one. I'm never the only one. I am insulting the only thing and all the angels I ever say I'm the only one. Hey, Pastor, are you, at, are you at home? Yes, are you the only one at home? I cannot say I'm the only one. I cannot be the only one at home. When Jesus said that, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So you mean I have answered that I'm alone after dropping the phone. I'm now trying to say, Holy Spirit, I love you. Ah, you just ignored me. You told your friend that you were alone. So you are no more alone now. It's me and you now. Say, I am not alone. Sometimes I say physically, right? I am alone physically. But in terms of being, I'm never alone. They that be with us. <laughs> Hallelujah. You don't see physical bodyguard, but he is guiding. He's with you. And it's not going to change his mind. It's with you forever. It's with you when you are eating a bar. It's with you when you are watching TV. It's with you. That's a be conscious of his presence and let it guide things that you do. This atmosphere is filled by praying in tongues regularly. Ephesians 5. Oh, sorry, it's 21. Pray that's here. Pray, pray regularly. Now, pray in tongues regularly. Worshipping. And then speaking scriptures repeatedly. Keep these activities around you every now and then. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. You are cleaning the shelf in your house. You are the air I breathe. Oh Lord, you are. You are the air I breathe. Oh Lord, you are. You are the song I sing. Jesus, you are. You are the song I sing. Jesus, you are, you are the word I speak. Jesus, you are, you are the song I sing. Jesus, you are, I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I have the spirit of the Son of God. I have the life of God in me. You have captured my heart. Consume my heart with your love. Lift up your hand on your sing. Let's sing it. You have captured my heart. With your... Can you just worship it briefly? Let's just today like that. You have captured. You have captured. Mean those words from your heart. If you want to see, you don't have to stand. But you want to stand five minutes. You're saying from your heart. You have captured my heart. Sing directly to Jesus. Forget about everybody around. Say it to Him. Lord, you have captured my heart. My heart is your love. Before I say, before I say.
learn to pray in tongues and tell him how you love him. Now forget me. You lift up your eyes. Can you just let us practice this for some minutes now? Do I see you are the holy one here? Tell him. When a when a word comes from our heart, you know he knows he knows where it's coming from. Oh Jesus, who captured my heart. Thank you so much. I love you. I worship you. I give you grace. Nothing in this world. Nothing in this world will satisfy. Jesus, you are the cup that will run dry. Hey, your presence is heaven. This is all I need. I will leave us to do this for three more minutes. Just worship me. Let those words come to Tell him your achievement means nothing to you without him. Tell him. Without him, life means nothing without him. Those words, they move the master. He loves them. When they are coming from a sincere heart. Whatever you have become today, I lay it at your feet. Whatever you have achieved, I lay it at your feet. Blessed be the man. No one is like you. No one is like you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Without singing, sing your own song to him. Two minutes more. Everybody worship him. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. In an atmosphere like this, you hear his voice. You are lifted. There's a supply of what to say or what to do in an atmosphere like this. Glory to your name, Jesus. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. Oh, we love you, Lord. We honor you. We worship you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion, it is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now, if you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again, and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now, you can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.